Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and Pastor's delivery of the word. series on perplexity, and I've been at least 10 sermons in that we are perplexed by our pain, we are perplexed by his perseverance, we are perplexed by his pullout, his power, his peace, his provisions. We, we are constantly perplexed. And we're perplexed at the faithfulness of God to faulty creatures. Lord have mercy. We are thankful for whom all blessings flow. Hmm. This morning we're in Psalm 107, one of my favorite psalms, Psalm 107, and uh, my thematic thrust or proposition through this psalm is a repeat performance for God's pardon. We are perplexed by his pardon. And here in 107, verse 1, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. a statement of the Lord and then 30, 40 something verses to substantiate his goodness. Um, 
Repetition is oftentimes a reliable and valuable tool. So one can be reminded of something relevant. When we recite, when we recapture, when we repeat something over and over, it has relevance. And this relevance is that uh, God's redemptive love and mercy to the true believer is a fortitude of faith, yeah, and focus. In other words, God does not allow us to experience everything up front. He allows us to experience just enough to amen what he's doing. And and it's in this context that uh, the psalmist is giving us some real deep information about that 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 God is the God who promises, God is the God who pulls us out, God is the God who provides, God, Lord have mercy, is the God who paves a way out of no way. Mm. And God doesn't wait on us to ask for everything. God goes on and does it. And then he expects us in retrospect to give him some praise. He's, uh, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And anywhere along your life's journey, you and I could have been snuffed out. But the Lord didn't allow it. Can I get a witness? Lord... The Lord did not allow Satan to subdue you. The Lord did not allow you to go down and go out and go under. That every time we get to one of those crossroads of conflict, God shows up. And 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 is here that. Uh, in retrospect, that the psalmist uh, is giving us a pattern of praise. Mm. That, that, that is, um, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. And, 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 and why should we give thanks? For he is good. He's not good because he put money in your bank account. He's not good because 
Yeah, he broke up fallow ground in your life. He's intrinsically good. He's good whether you confess it or not. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. And not only is he good, but his mercy. Uh, endureth forever. Not, not only is he intrinsically good, but he keeps on forgiving as we keep on blowing it. Keeps on, keeps on, keeps on forgiving. Lord have mercy. Keeps on forgiving. I, I, I was saying this morning, we were laughing. I, I remember growing up in South Philly and there were times when my parents would whip you immediately. But there were other times they just added it up. <laughs> and you and you you and you and me being like a fool thought we got away with something. We well I, I didn't they well no they was adding it up and when they got hold of you it amazed me how they could recall all that stuff. Two weeks ago, I told you to do the dishes, and you mumbled. Three weeks ago, I told you to... They, 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 just, they had a recall, didn't they? And you got one beaten for four different things. Can I get a witness? And it just lasted and lasted and lasted. And then the slate was clean. And we were clothed in our right mind. Somebody know what I'm talking about. And you know what? You know what? I'm, 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 I need to say this. I don't, I don't believe in abuse, but I'm glad that I experienced them beatings. Hebrews, 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 Hebrews says, chastening for the present time seems to be grievous, but afterwards, Lord have mercy, it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness. Are y'all with me? No, no, I didn't go around the house. Thank you, mommy, for the beating. Thank you, mommy, for that. I didn't do that. Uh, you, know, you, know, you know, no, but it wasn't, now here's the key to all this, it wasn't to after I grew up that everything start clicking together. And, and, and it's not till you have kids that you start understanding what your parents did to you as kids. Can I get a witness? Oh, this thing is tight. That, that, that child of God, God uh, is calling for repetition. He, he's calling for us to be reminded of God's goodness and God's mercy. Uh, do I have a witness? And, 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 and in this, in this by, by the way, Psalm 105, 106, and 107, they call it the trilogy of Psalms all begin with, oh, give thanks. Now, 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 there are three different historical contexts. I was dealing with hermeneutics this morning that when you preach or teach, you ought to preach from a historicity. You ought to state the history. History means something. Then the grammatics. 
Can I get a witness? Every preposition, every verb, every noun, uh, come on now, every adjective that, 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 that you got to pull a grammatics in, you got to pull a history in, you got to pull the literal uh, subject in. Do I have a witness? And, and, and you got to find a, a systematized context. Where is this found in the Bible? And covenants and dispensations ought to help you to declare where this stuff is coming from. Do I have a witness? So Psalm, Psalm 105, although it is part of the trilogy, it, 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 listen, listen it, it is in fact, amen, about Israel, thank you Jesus, it is a pre, it is a post-exilic Psalm, Psalm 107, it's about Israel's history, where they came from. And they came a mighty long way. Can I get a witness? It, it is the, about the fact that in Psalm 105, amen, they were flirting with disobedient spirits. They were flirting. You can read it when you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, that all of our fathers were under the cloud. All of our fathers, amen, drank from the rock, and that rock was Christ, but God was not pleased with all of them. And 23,000 fell. Do I have a witness? When you get to 106, 106 says, as they were going to Canaan, the Midianite women seduced the men and they started worshiping Baal and Peor, two different gods. They, they stumbled in the wilderness. So when you get to 107, the last of the trilogy, 107 says, now let me, let me, let me fix this. Psalm, Psalm 107 begins to deal with the fact that after 70 years of captivity in Babylon, God ordered them back to Jerusalem, but not all of them went. It is the dysphoria, it's the disbursement. They got caught up in other countries and they stayed there. Uh, do I have a witness? And, and you can read this history in Jeremiah 15, Jeremiah 52, uh, uh, Ezra 2, 1, so forth, so on, that, that, that God is interested for his case study here about bringing up where God bought him from. There's something about where God bought you from Lord have mercy. There's something about where God bought you from that'll hit home when you can't hear anything else. I bore you on eagle's wings. Everybody lost confidence in you. Everybody washed their hands with you. Nobody wanted to come alongside of you, but I never left you, nor did I forsake you. Can I get a witness? That is, that is, that is, that is, there's a history, yeah, of our hurts that God brings back up to humble us. You didn't choose me. I chose you. Do I have a witness? Yeah. I got a lot of military stories. Now, Sister Gordon don't like none of them. 
In fact, she tells me, don't, you, don't, you don't need to tell them. I think they're absurd. Military people are crazy. Da, 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 you know. Uh, and I understand. But let me tell you one. Now, I, I was overseas, and this is 7071. I was overseas, just got transferred. I was overseas. And uh, our barracks were up on this hill, and the comm center and all the others was down here. We had barbed wire fence, M16s, 45s, classified place, 5,000 feet up on the mountain. And uh, we come in a cafeteria to eat. And I seen this guy, nice guy, nice guy. Uh, he's sitting at the table. In fact, he was a cook, a Caucasian brother. He's sitting at the table. And he had a letter in front of him, and he was crying. He was bawling out. And we all liked him. I said, what's wrong with you, man? He said, I got a dead John. Now, if you know what a dead John is, that's when, that's when your girlfriend or your wife writes you and says, it's over. And... Uh, so he was crying and crying and crying. So we went over to console him. And uh, so he told somebody, I'm, I'm going to the barracks and I'm going to kill myself. And he, he didn't tell us that. He told somebody else that. So he went up to the hill, went up in the barracks, got on the second floor and opened the window. And it was a long drop. And, and he said, that's it. And, and all the brothers in them was down there, don't do it, don't do it. And he hesitated, he said, go to the fourth floor. <laughs> and jump. If, 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 if you're going to do it, do it right, dog. Yeah. Well, the more of the story was, he never went to the fourth floor, he never jumped. And, and, and I found that funny until I start reading the Bible, and I ain't find it funny no more. But, but those were episodes of pastor's life. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. Can I get a witness? And, and the fact of the matter is that now that I'm saved and I understand something, praise the Lord, I look at life as a preordained pre-scheduled living out of God's will. Lord have mercy. Where there are no coincidences. Can I get a witness? Amen. And, 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 and it's here, it's here that the psalmist is interested in this definitive sentence of giving thanks unto the Lord. Well, why should I give thanks? Now, he didn't say, uh, give thanks to the Lord because when you were growing up, your parents had a Christmas tree and toys under there. He didn't say that. He didn't say, give thanks to the Lord because, amen, you did this, this, and this in life. He said, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His goodness ought to do something to you. His goodness ought to make you open your mouth. His goodness, his goodness, 
his goodness. No, no, I'm not suggesting that life does not have challenges. I'm not saying that life does not have hurts and conflicts and pain, but that's not what the psalmist is saying. The psalmist is saying, give thanks to the Lord for he, he alone, he alone is God and his mercy keeps following me. Everywhere I go, his mercy's behind me. Every time I fall, his mercy's behind me. Every time I want to throw the towel in, his mercy is behind me. Can I get a witness? Uh, thank him for his goodness and mercy and grace. And never stop thanking him. Hallelujah. That, that is his mercy, his pardons never are postponed. He's a forgiving God. He's a restoring God. Do I have a witness? He's a God you can count on. He's a God that'll keep you going when you don't want to go. He's a God that'll make you shout when you don't feel like shouting. He's a God that'll make you wave your hand when you're angry with yourself. He, he is. He's a God that would do far exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. He's a pardoning God. Let me, let me, let me stop back up just, just, just momentarily. Let me back up. Because we didn't catch the conversation between Nathan and David. When David committed adultery with Bathsheba, you know the story. He should have been out there on the battlefield, but he was uh, looking at somebody else's wife. Come on now. Midlife crisis. Do I have a witness? And, and so Nathan comes to him and tells him a story of a ewe lamb, because he was a shepherd. And he gets upset and said, who is this? And Nathan said, David, thou art the man. It's you. It's you that have all this baggage before God. But Nathan said something I don't ever hear preachers preach on. Nathan said, thou art the man but God has put away your iniquity. God, God has already put away your sin. But you made God look bad among the nations. Are y'all praying with me? So, so as I look at God has already put away your sin... As a Bible student, I used to wonder, well, what does that mean? Well, what it means is that Jesus is called the son of David, the son of Abraham, and the son of God. Three different covenants. Hanging there with me. Yeah, the Davidic covenant, meaning he's going to sit on the throne forever, 2 Samuel 7. The Abrahamic covenant, and then, Lord have mercy, amen. 
the new covenant. He, he, he surmises all those covenants. And here's what you don't get. That Jesus is the son of David. And Jesus is the son of God. So for covenantal purposes, David could not have been killed because Jesus is within his lineage. If God had killed David, he could have never bought Jesus. Y'all ain't ready for this. Mary and Joseph had rights. They had throne rights and they had legal rights to birth the master. Uh, do I have a witness? Y'all ain't getting this. Pardon was extended for Jesus' sake. Every time God pardons you, it's not because you got these pious prayers. It's not because you have tears in your eyes. It's not because you're sorry for what you did. It's that God sees Jesus and not you. I wish I had a witness up in here. For his name's sake, God can't kill you because we're in Christ. Can I get a witness? Oh, y'all ain't getting this. I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to make it clear. And, and that's why we ought to praise the name of Jesus. Because every time God gets disappointed with me, Jesus covers it up. Jesus intercedes. Jesus gets in the way. Jesus is praying for me. Jesus is relieving me. Jesus is washing me. Can I get a witness? For his name's sake. Y'all messing me up up here. Y'all messing me up up here. See, 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 I'm not struggling with the fact that I'm saved now. Because being saved, I never committed perpetual sins. Yeah, by the grace of God, I only broke them here and there. Do I have a witness? But before I got saved, I was breaking them all the time. And God didn't wait till I got saved to start forgiving me. God forgave me before the foundation of the world based on what Jesus was getting ready to do at the cross. Do I have a witness uh, that, that he has forgiven all of my sins? Some of y'all don't like that. Some denominations don't like that. Well, I know if you confess, he'll forgive you. Are you kidding me? You know, God has already forgiven past, present, and future. Do I have a witness? He has already forgiven what you did 25 years ago, what you're doing now, and what you will do. That's the only reason you can get into glory. Because all my sins have been washed away. Do I have a witness? All right, all right, all right. let me get, get back, get back. So the psalmist, I'm coming in, doctor. The psalmist starts out with the call. Verses one to three, oh, give thanks. 
because he's good and his mercy endures for forever. And then in verse 4, the psalmist enters into, amen, the wandering God was faithful in spite of our wandering. Now let me, let me stop, pause, and part because the word wandering means when I was lost, when I limped, when I was losing my mind, it, it is God was forgiving me when I was my own worst enemy. I was killing myself and didn't know it. I was living in sin and didn't care about it. Do I have a witness? Uh, when we wandered away from God, when we wandered in sin, when we wandered doing things that God never wanted us to do, we were lost, we were limp, we were lonely. Come on now. We, we, we were lopsided. We were all messed up. Full of weaknesses. Look what he says, verse 4. He says, they wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Now, I, do you know what it's like to have a restless spirit? Wreck, wreck and ruin. When you got a restless spirit, you can't find rest. You keep trying to fill a hole that can't be filled. Do I have a witness? This may work today, but it won't work tomorrow. Uh, can I get a witness? He, he said, while you were wandering, God was pardoning. He pardoned Israel when they started wandering. They walked around the circle for 40 years, died off. God killed 23,000 of them at the base of Mount Sinai. He opened up the ground and swallowed them. They were wandering in foolishness. And God, amen, sent pardon to the nation. I'm not through with you yet. I'm, I'm not through with you yet. I'm not, I'm not gonna let you go under completely. I may chasten you. I may be reminded of what you did, but I'm not going to let you go completely because you have my word. Can I get a witness? They wandered, and, and, and then secondly, God was faithful in spite of their, uh-oh, here it is, works. Look, now, 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 just 10 to 13, hang in there, hang in there. Uh, uh, let me go back because verse 8 is the reframe. You know what a reframe is? Uh, it's when your mother said, did you hear me? <laughs> it, it's, it's when you got that last chance to get it right. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he's good, for his mercy endure forever. Uh, oh, that men would praise the Lord. Did you hear what I just said? You, you ought to be praising him. And not pouting, and not pouting your lips. You oughta, you ought, you ought, you oughta be praising him. Uh, oh, that men would praise the Lord. And then in verse ten, such as sit in 
darkness. Now, God can't get the glory because we won't tell the whole story. And I'm sick of y'all. Because you ain't truthful. We give these test of lies. We don't give testimonies. The essence of a testimony has to have a negative side to it. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shores. Do I have a witness? This thing is tight. That, that, that is, we, we sat in darkness. Some of us was in hell with smoke still in our garments. Can I get a witness? You, you know how close you were to hell in some facets of your life? You was almost in there. But the Lord pardoned you and pulled you out. Didn't he do it, saints? Hang in there with me. I know I was in darkness. I know I'm not happy. I'm not proud of it. But you don't have to introduce me to old granddad Hunter Proof, Johnny Walker Red and Black. You, you ain't got to introduce me to certain things that... I messed up in and uh, running in and out of parties and cabarets and uh, you don't have to. And, and let me tell you why the Lord's been good. I, I shouldn't even be confessing this because confession is good for the soul but bad for the reputation. Let me, let, me, let me just deal with this. I strolled in a party in the military in D.C. and we, we came in there clean as the board of health, man. New York, Philly and all of us, we came in there and and and, and and, and everybody was intermingling. And this girl came to me. She said, where are you from? I said, Philly. She said, oh, y'all hip. And I said, what does that mean? She said, here, try some of this. I said, I don't want none of that. It was cocaine. I said, no, baby, I'm full with that. I thought y'all was hip. I said, I don't care what you thought. I don't want none. Because I was scared. So she said, all right, I respect that. Try some of this. I woke up the next morning. It was angel dust. I woke up the next morning. That's elephant tranquilizers. Now, now wait a minute. God could have let me go. And I would have been in hell. Do you understand what I'm saying? But the Spirit of God neutralized that stuff. I woke up and first I reached for my wallet to make sure she didn't steal it. I woke up and looked around and here I am today. Do I have a witness? See, I sat in darkness. I sat in sexual darkness. I ain't proud of it. Should have been snuffed out but God who's rich in mercy. Can I get a witness? Could have had AIDS years ago because I was foolish. I was reckless. I was in ruin. I, I was a pleasure seeker. I was no good. I sat in darkness. And he pulled me out. Did he pull us out? It's just like the book of Judges. They, they were in this cycle. They would rebel. God would send restitution. They would repent. And then God would restore. 
that, that's, that's the full facets of a 350-year period of darkness. That the, This is why God is so good, because he has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor has he rewarded us according to our iniquities. But he's been good. You ain't got no bragging rights. You're, you don't have the right to look down on somebody else. The Lord lifted you up. The Lord turned you around. The Lord planted your feet on a solid ground. The Lord put a new song in your mouth. Even praise unto our God. And many shall see it. And they're going to praise his name. Can I get a witness? Oh, they're going to see it, Doc. They're going to see it. And they're going to praise the name of Jesus. I knew that boy back when. I knew what he did. I knew who he's with. Can I get a witness? Uh, but God. But God, who's rich in mercy. Thank you, Lord. That, that is, that is, he not only snatched him from wandering, he snatched him from evil works. Oh, Lord. Look at verse 11, because they rebelled against the words of God and condemned the counsel. See, we don't want to hear what God got to say when we out there in our sin. We don't want to hear what God's got to say when we out there in our sin. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. Check it out. This thing is tight. Mm. Verse 12. Before he brought them down in their hearts with labor. God's got to get you in labor before you can wake up. The prodigal son came to his senses when he ran out of money. And he found himself eating with the swine. Do I have a witness? That, that is, that is, and then... Uh, 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 verse 13, then they what? They cried unto the Lord in their trouble. And he saved them out of their distresses. Brought them out of darkness in the shadow of death. Do I have a witness? It's time for a reframe. Oh, that men would praise the Lord eh, for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. I got to get out your way. The wanderings, the works, bruise the wounds. And we some wounded creatures, Doc. We some wounded creatures. I, I, you, you know what? I didn't realize how wounded I was until I went to counseling. All right, come on. Yes, sir. That's when I found out how wounded I was. Amen, yes, All my wounds ain't because of Sister Gordon. <laughs> Only 90%. 10% of my wounds because of me. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. Man, I'm messed up, man. I, you know what? I'm messed up. Attitudes, idiosyncrasies, issues, insecurities, 
messed up. And every time God wants to heal my wounds, we think wrong, we feel wrong, we deduct wrong, we wound it. We need self-acceptance, we need pat on the back, we need attention, we need, we need, we need, we wound it. We all wounded. And if you sit here today and say you're not wounded, you're more wounded. You're full of wounds. That's why marriage is such a work. You got two wounded people coming together with duffel bags of mess trying to work something out. Aren't we wounded? We wounded. You got church folk that come in the door and before they say praise the Lord, who's that in my seat? <laughs> That's a wound, Doc. There's something, something wrong with you. And the reason we got a big choir because some of them know they're going to get a seat. We wounded. And some of us are ignorant enough to come in church and walk up to somebody and say, excuse me, you're in my seat. Can you please move over? Well, we got some wounds, Doc. My wife and I went to a, uh, I won't give all the details, we went to a uh, nursing home to see somebody. And so we sitting down in the chair talking to the person and you know, I'm about to pray. And this lady, she, uh, she, she looked at me real hard and her hand was like this and she had this limp. And she started coming towards me. Now, between Dracula and criminal minds, I thought I was going to have to hit this woman. She coming towards me like this. And she got real close up on me and stood there and stared at me. I said, I'm out of here, Doc. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. Let me read the 23rd Psalm. The Lord has given me a stick. I can't, I can't do it. She didn't mean no harm, but she scared me, Doc. And uh, <laughs> so before I could switch off from AC to DC, from old nature to new nature, or new nature back to old nature, you know, I, I sat there and I said, man, and it looked like she was just focused on me. She kept looking at me, you know. You know, and she's probably in her 80s or something like that. And, and different if she just walked over uh, Leroy and said hi, but her hand was cupped and she was dragging her leg and she was coming up to us. I said, no, nah, this ain't working for me, man. This one ain't working for me, dog. I, I don't know what book of the Bible to come out of. That, 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 that is... Wounds. You, you better hear what the psalmist says. Uh-huh. 14 to 22 about our wounds. He brings us out of darkness. Why darkness? Because when you're wounded, you're in darkness. You're not in the light. Lord have mercy. 
I got to go. For if God is faithful in spite uh-huh, of us ignoring his wonders. Uh, you you got to understand what the psalmist is saying. Israel saw God's work and ignored him. They saw the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. They, they saw water out of a rock. They saw the death angel kill Pharaoh's son. Do I have a witness? They saw God open up the Red Sea. You murmured against me these 10 times. You don't have an excellent spirit like Caleb and Joshua. You saw it and you murmured. You saw me do great things and you ignored them. Can I get a witness? Child of God, we got to be careful. The more that you see that God has done, amen, it ought to do something to your mouth. It ought to do something to your mind. It ought to do something to your heart. Really, you've been here before. Every time we get in trouble, the Lord shows up. Every time we feel like dying, the Lord shows up. Every time we don't understand the circumstances, the Lord shows up. He's talking about next faulty wisdom. I got to go. Faulty wisdom. Oh, verse 21, that man, reframe, would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. And do I have a witness? Verse 23, they go down to the sea in ships. They do business on great waters. They see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. Do I have a witness? Psalmist, what are you saying? I'm saying that God has exposed you to a lot of things that you ought to applaud him for who he is and stop taking life for granted. Stop thinking everything is just all right by itself. Do I have a witness? You ought to start declaring his goodness, his mercy and his grace. Do I have a witness? When you woke up this morning, the first thing that should have been on your mind and on your mouth is thank you. Can I get a witness? The last thing before you go to sleep is thank you. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Can I get a witness? And I, I come to tell you that the psalmist it's talking about pardon. And I'm perplexed because everything else I preached on is connected to pardon. It's because of the pardon that God gives me a perseverance. It is because of the pardon that God gives me peace. It is because of the pardon that God meets my provisions. It's because of his pardon that God gives me his promises. It's because of his pardon can I, that I can praise his name. If it was not for the pardon, nothing else would show up. But because he has given me his pardon, I got everything else. He pardoned me of all my sins. He pardoned me in spite of me. 
He pardoned me long time ago. Can I get a witness? So boy, what are you going to do with the pardon? Then you got to pardon somebody else. If a brother be overtaking a fault, you that are spiritual, restore him. Can I get a witness? Forgive them as God has forgiven you. Release them as God has released you. Put food on their table as God has put food on your table. Can I get a witness? The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. And let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I dare you to say so. I double dare you to say so. Say so. Say so. Say so. Say yeah. He watches over me. He orders my steps. He takes care of my kids. He takes care of my mind. He takes care of my heart. Say so. The Lord is good. Any good? He's good. I said he's good. And his mercy endures forever. Lord, thank you for snatching me out of hell. Lord, thank you for putting me on a street called Street. Lord, thank you for my wanderings, my works, my wounds, my lack of wisdom. You work through everything to bless me, Lord. All that men would praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endureth forever. Here it is, verse 2. And let the redeemed of the Lord, if nobody else says it, let the redeemed, if nobody else proclaims it, let the redeemed, if nobody else suggests it, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, God the Son, died for all your sins, was buried, rose again. He has all power in his hands. You can be saved by believing who he is, what he has done. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. Is there one? Or you want to join the church in the Christian experience? Is there one? Is there one? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, and we are perplexed by your pardons. You have cleared us of all charges. You have declared us free. You have taken the shackles off, and we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Pray for pastor. Please pray for pastor. We love you. Have a great day. Hey, St. Matthews. Together with Jesus Christ, we are taking a quantum leap. Now more than ever, it's easier to show your support for the work God is doing 
through the many ways in giving at our church. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown in your Apple or Google Play Store. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give using our website. Go to www.stmatthewsbc.org, click Giving, and fill out the secure payment form. Bill pay is another way to give through your banking institution. As always, you can give by cash or check using our tithing envelopes. Remember, if you're mailing in your contribution, please use our mailing address at SMBC Business Office, P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. No matter if you're in service or on the go or spending time with family away from church, there are multiple options. God loves a cheerful giver.